Hey, fam. Hello, 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 family. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. It's late. It's like 3 in the morning, but my father's will will be done, okay? His will will be done, okay? Because I give the Lord my yes. Hallelujah. And family, I just want to flow in the spirit with y'all. It's a couple of things the Lord has placed in my heart that he wants me to talk about with y'all. So let's go. We're going to just flow in the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we invite you in, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Move, Holy Spirit. You become greater and greater, and we shall become less and less in this meeting, Father. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, take over. Have your way. Use my vessel. I humble myself before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Okay, so family... I want to talk to you guys about the power of words, right? Because a lot of times we we go to, oh, I have to do something. I have to do this. I have to get it right with God. I have to. I, it's just always a, you want an action, right? Now, I'm not saying faith without works is there. I'm not saying that you don't, you can't have works. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, but I had to get quiet because listen, I don't I don't understand why these kids be be doing the things they do. Hold on, family. I'm sorry, fam. My kids is on some like team no sleep, okay? But um I just want to talk to you about words. And um, you know, we we gonna definitely go to John chapter one because you need to understand the power behind your words, right? Yes, we have to deny ourselves. We have to sacrifice. But we have to speak things into existence. We have to say out of our mouth, I surrender my will to yours, Father. We have to say those things because it's power in the words that we use. That's why you it says you have power of life and death in your tongue. Choose to speak life over yourself. Hallelujah. So let's go to um John chapter 1. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. See the Lord, when I was reading that part, the Lord said, that's it. <laughs> God is so good. Um, You see how it says the word gave life to everything that was created hallelujah we know that jesus is the living word hallelujah yes we do we know that in the name of jesus and i need you to understand that the lord is sharing his glory with you and it's power in the words that you choose to use it's power in the thoughts that you allow to remain in your mind you get what I'm saying? It's power in words. I Listen, me and you, we can get into a fist fight, right? But me actually speaking something into your life and you receiving it can affect you more than me putting my hands on you. Do you get what I'm saying? Words hurt. Some people carry word curses from childhood all the way up to their adulthood. And it was just a word that was spoken over your life that is like a dark cloud. And that's why we have to watch the words that we choose to use. We have power of life and death in your tongue. Hallelujah. 
And it's so important to know that. I understand because family, I listen. Yes, this is not perfect. Like I tell you all the time, I am a human being too. Jesus died on the cross for my sins too. Do you hear me? I'm not exempt. So I don't ever want people to look at me like, oh, she just got to know. The Lord is blessing this mess. Okay. Okay. Listen, I'm not talking down to myself. I'm not talking down because I know my father, he, he builds me up. Okay. I know that. But what I'm saying is like, I make mistakes. I fall short. You know, I might go to sleep and like, my house might look crazy from that day. And I'm just like, listen, not the day. Like, d- believe it, okay? Believe it. Like, and it's the same thing with you. It's okay that you are falling short, right? I'm not saying it's okay to be in sin. But it's okay to fall short because that's what the blood is for. You get what I'm saying? The word gives life to everything that is created. The word, the living word is here to give you life. Jesus died to give you more, a more abundant life. He said that I've come to give you life and give that to you more abundantly, right? So don't beat yourself up with the, I can't do this. God's not never going to do this for me. I don't understand God's voice. Just sit still. Be still. Just be still and know that he is God. God got a way to talk to you. Do you understand me? The Lord. Oh, this is a beautiful. Um, This is beautiful. So I've been like going back and forth with the Lord on things in my personal life family. Like me asking the Lord, like the Lord ever give you a promise or he ever tell you something and you keep going back to him like, but Lord, did you really say that? Because I don't want to be tricked. Did you really say that, Lord? Give me a little, little, you be like this. You be like, Lord, give me confirmation. And then he'll give you confirmation. You be like, Lord, I need another confirmation. How how I know that one's for you? And then he just be like, listen, I told the Lord, he good for telling me. I already told you and you not going to believe me. So why do you keep asking? <laughs> And I'd be like, you're right, Father, but it just, your promises to me seems too good to be true. It just seems so too good to be true. Hallelujah. But um, today I had went riding around with my sister. I just spent some time with my family, you know. And when we got to my house, um, first I had left my sister. My sister had to go to the bathroom. Sorry for being your business out there, girl, but she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so while she was doing that, I was like, well, let me just leave the kids here with you and I'm going to just go to the bank because it was dark and I didn't really want to take my kids to the bank with me anyway. So when I got to the um, back home, I looked up in the sky, right? And it was a rainbow around the moon. Oh, I got a picture too. I got my receipts. And in my heart, the I was just like, Lord, you keeping your promises to me. Hallelujah. Because anytime you see a rainbow, you know that that was God's promise not to flood the earth again. And I was just like, Lord, you you keeping your promises to me. And I, I say all of this to say that the Lord has a way to talk to you. He has a way to get your attention. I looked up in the sky and I said, wow. Like, I've never seen a rainbow ring around the moon before. And I was just like, Lord, it, it's just the ways that he will get your attention, right? So don't sit there and feel like I think I'm missing the voice of God. Because when God speaks, he speaks. You, you're going to hear him. You're going to hear him, you know? 
So don't stress about that. Don't worry about that. Don't beat yourself down by the, I need to be like this. I need to be like that. Don't listen to what the enemy's trying to tell you to do or being in your feelings and coming in agreement with those things. That's why it's important to get into the word of God, to speak the word of God over your life. You know, when you read these stories in the Bible, right? Humanly, you you know, your human side be like, hmm. But in the spirit, when, when the Lord starts breaking down the different things, and you're just like, yo, I relate so much. Like, yo, like one time, like, yo, me and my sisters, we good for sitting here being like, who would you be in the Bible? <laughs> I done been everybody, yo, but right now I think I'm Esther. I think I'm in my Esther season in the name of Jesus. I'm in the kingdom, baby. Okay. But, um, oh, what was I saying? <laughs> Hold on, y'all. What was I saying? Holy Spirit, lead me. Okay, so I felt okay. The Lord, I heard him just say, Don't be broken. Hallelujah. He says, I'm here to comfort the brokenhearted. That's what the Lord is saying, right? So when you beating yourself down, okay, I said, I see what you're doing, Lord. I see what you're doing. When, when you beating yourself down, it's only making the situation worse, right? And if you get into your word and you put your word, Put, put, you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you out of the Bible what you um what you need to get out of that story. He will tell you. And the Bible is all is all about it points back to Jesus, but it shows the brokenness that we all have as human beings. It shows how the Lord has comforted the brokenhearted. You get what I'm saying? And the Lord just needs to hear He just needs somebody to hear this. You feel so broken. He said, right now, you feel so broken. You feel lost. You feel like nobody cares about you. You feel like it it, it would be better if you wasn't even here. But the Lord is saying, I got a plan. I have a plan. This is a word for you. I make no mistakes, says the Lord. I have placed you here for such a time as this. You are more precious to me than my own life, says the Lord. Take that for yourself. Anybody that needs to take that. The Lord said you are more precious to him than his life. He has a plan for you. He's going to build up the pieces of you that feels broken. He he can be that father that you never had. He can be that mother you never had. He can be a better friend than you than all the ones that betrayed you. He can be a better sister, a better brother. Don't test me now. I ain't saying that my Lord is like, you know, because I said sister, but just get what I'm saying, you know, because <laughs> don't try it. But, you know, like somebody might be going through a problem or a dispute with a sibling. And all the Lord is saying is that I can be that for you. I can be that comfort that you're looking for in that person. I can be that, says the Lord. Just trust me. 
Yes, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead, y'all. That's a true scripture. But ask the Lord, what's your works? You know, your work could be anything. The Lord might be like, get into my word more. I want, I want you, you having faith in reading my word. That's your works. Or the Lord might tell you, you know, go do this. Oh wait! Don't go! Don't go do that! Don't eat this! Don't touch that! Because it's faith. It doesn't make sense all the time. Because you just you got common sense, and faith is going to go against your common sense because it's not common. Okay, when you read the different people's um, stories in the Bible, you read how the Lord He like with with Abraham. It wasn't common sense for him to pack up from his father's family and move. In those times, people lived together and um, like a family would like all live together because it was power in the numbers. You get what I'm saying? So they would stay together. So branching off was very dangerous in those times because, you know, you were easy prey in those times. Right. So it wasn't common sense for him to do that. You know? What else? It wasn't common sense for Esther to go to the king's um what is it? To go to his 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 spot in the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? She said, you know, people ain't supposed to go to him before his time because you know, you you can get bait. I believe she said you can get killed for that. Like I, I can't just go talk to him when I feel like it. It gotta be an order. But it wasn't but her but if she was to stick with her common sense. It, it it wouldn't have worked out that way, you know? Like, she saved the Jews from, like, a, a massive slaughter because she went against her common sense. You hear what I'm saying, family? Like, Peter got off the boat, right? But it went against his common sense. First thing you're going to say, first thing, are you, like, for real, for real, for real? And, like, this is... How can I put this? Because, like, to get off that boat, right, and walk on water, it takes faith. And it, it, it takes every step that you're walking is trusting God. Every step. Because you see that when Peter, when, when he started to fall, right? Oh, this is the word. The Lord said, why did you doubt? Because every step, it was faith. Every step he took was faith while he was walking on that water. But when he lost focus, that's when he slipped. Keep your focus, says the Lord. Even when you fall, know that I will hold my hand down and I'll pick you back up. But keep walking. Cast that doubt down. Cast fear. Silence every voice that's raised up to condemn you. You have the power, says the Lord, to silence every voice that's raised up to accuse you. I have given you the authority, says the Lord. Believe me. Believe that it's power in your words. Believe that I hear you, says the Lord. Trust in me. Trust in me with all your heart. Know that I will move heaven and hell just to get to you. 
Know that nothing can separate me from you. He says the love that I have for you is eternal. There is no beginning and there is no end to to how much I love you, says the Lord. Speak that over your life. Speak my love over your life. All of my words are, are to build you up. Because I need you to understand that you are wearing a crown that I have placed on your head. Know that you are royalty. Know that you were bought for a cost. Know that you are more precious than rubies. Hallelujah. So family, when I um we just flowing, right? So um I want to take you to Proverbs 10. And go to verse 22. And it says, The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. If you are feeling sorrow, if there's grief, if there's remorse, ask the Lord, Lord, is this, is this what you wanted for me? Because your word says the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich and he adds no sorrow with it. There's no settling in the kingdom because you cannot settle something that's already been decreed. There's no settling that. You can't settle in the kingdom. Okay, I'll just settle for this because this is just what's happening now. It's not about that. It's not about just putting something in the microwave and just having a quick fix. But it's standing up and you making what, what the Lord is like, I'm making your blessings from scratch. Okay. I'm making this blessing from scratch, says the Lord. I ain't popping it into the microwave. I don't make instant nothing, says the Lord. These mashed potatoes is homemade, okay? These ain't Idaho. These is homemade potatoes. This ain't instant, okay? <laughs> this is the real deal. So, yes, it's taking. It, it might take some time because I want you to have it in that perfect appointed time my child i want you to receive this at the fullness i want you to i want you to not remember anything from the past when you get this blessing i want you to be so elated says the lord trust me yes i know it hurts but it's things that that I need you to see. I'm trying to get your attention. So I have to bring it to you in your weakness to get your attention. You get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Just keep on trusting God. Keep on trusting him. This it's just like the Israelites, right? They could have been at the promised land in a couple days. But 
they failed to trust in the Lord, right? They failed to trust in him. So it turned into 40 years. And then even still, they couldn't get in because they still had fear because of what the, the giants they seen. But I'm here to tell you, the Lord is going before you in this land. There's no need to be afraid. Trust him. Cast down those vain imaginations of what you think it should feel like going into the promised land, receiving these blessings. Cast down that vain imagination of how you think it's supposed to feel. What you think it's supposed to look like. And make it obedient to what he said. Don't put your hand in something. And add sorrow. Let the Lord bring you your promises. In fullness. You get me family? Lord, is there anything else you want me to say to you children? He says, tell my children I love them. And he needs you to be patient. He says it's right there. It's right there. Just be patient. Do not become discouraged. Listen, remember we were talking about Galatians? Remember, because you just couldn't get it. And it says, um, do not become weary and well-doing. Because in due season, you shall reap a harvest of blessings if you faint not. Be strengthened. Be encouraged, says the Lord. Grab onto his strength. Grab onto his garment. Hallelujah. Let him hold you. Let him carry you. Ask him to renew your strength. Because in due season, you will reap a harvest. In due season. Hallelujah. It's just like a baby, right? in a womb each day is so important to a child in the womb every day is so important right it's important for their for for everything about their growth they every day is important even when you get later into your pregnancy you know like say if you start having complications the doctor tells you We want to keep this baby in you as long as possible. Each day, each moment is critical. And it's the same thing with your blessings. Each day is so important. And family, listen, this is something that I have to, I still be having to get my mind on. That every day is important for the promise. And let me not focus too much on the, oh, Lord, is it going to happen now? Is it close? But cherish this moment. Cherish this day where I get to nurture this baby that's growing within me. You get what I'm saying? 
that I get to spend this time with the Lord. I get to spend this time with this baby in my womb and I'm watching it grow. I'm watching it move around. Let me not focus too much on, okay, I just want to push this baby out. But let me enjoy it. You know how people be like, I want to enjoy my pregnancy. Or some people be like, I miss being pregnant once they have their baby. Cherish this pregnancy. This is your firstborn. You hear me? This is your firstborn baby from the Lord. You get what I'm saying? You catching this? <laughs> Maybe this not your firstborn. Maybe you done pushed you out a couple. But every child is, is different. Every child is important. So I'm just saying cherish this pregnancy let this baby grow don't just be so focused on the due date don't be asking the lord to bring you have your baby prematurely but enjoy it enjoy this pregnancy enjoy this glow enjoy this glow up okay enjoy it family he got you he got you just focus your mind on that just be like i'm pregnant with a promise and the Lord, he's going to give you little glimpses, just like when you go to the doctors and they'll put the, um, the ultrasound on you and you get to see your baby. You get to hear the heartbeat. The Lord's going to give you updates like, yeah, I'm still working. Uh-huh. I'm over here. Your baby's still growing. It's, it's good. It's healthy. You get to see the little glimpse. And then, you know, later on in the pregnancy, how you're able to see it like 3D, 4D. So you get to see the baby even and even more features. It's like that with your promise. It's, I, love, I know the Lord is speaking because my child just wants to come out. It's like that, my child, with your promise. I will let you see the baby. I'll, 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 I'll put it up on the screen. I'll let you hear the heartbeat. But each day is critical for this baby to be in your womb. This pregnancy is so important for this baby to grow. And in your due season, you'll receive your blessings in your due season. <laughs> Lord, is there anything else you want to say? I hear him saying, my children are becoming a mighty nation. The Lord is about to do a good work in his children's life. And we are going to be a force. Do you hear me? It's important <laughs> that you spend this time with the Lord. Because when these suddenly of God happen, it's going to be like, just like a whirlwind. You're going to get caught up. Hallelujah. You're going to get caught up. Because it's just going to be like, everywhere I look, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, you know what? I love I love watching the nanny, y'all. <laughs> That's my show, right? I love watching the nanny. And um it I was watching the episode where she had gave birth to her twins. And the scripture had came to my mind. Oh, I don't want to tear it up. So give your sis a second. Hold up. Hold on. Give your sis one second because I don't want to tear it up. I wanna um go to John 16. Okay, so let me tell you some more about when I was watching the nanny. So, okay, when she went into labor, she was in an elevator, right? 
And um, she was in there with Cece, right? <laughs> and um, like Cece was panicking because she like, she like you you gotta if you like the nanny, watch the episode. Baby, you already seen the episode. So she was like, the baby's coming, the baby's coming. So Cece was like, close your legs, right? <laughs> in all actuality, right? When you close your legs, it, it's it's that baby's still coming out. It's coming out. It's gonna come out. <laughs> you can try to close your legs all you want. That baby's coming out. And it's the same thing. You're in pain and you feel like this promise is not gonna come. You crossing your legs, you just like, I don't, this baby not coming out. I don't get it. I don't get why this baby not coming out. Or maybe you don't even got your legs crossed. Maybe your legs is open. And you like, this baby just not, it's just, it's just being very stubborn. It won't come out. And the Lord is saying, it it has to come out. <laughs> your baby has to get pushed out. It's going to come out. Naturally, your body will push a baby out. Naturally. That baby's coming regardless. Okay. Yes, you can push and push to help that baby out. But that baby's coming out regardless, okay? You can cross your legs all you want. That baby coming out. And once your foot in them stirrups, you ain't, that baby is coming, okay? There's no turning back once that, <laughs> once you go into labor, it's not no turning back. That baby coming out. What goes in must comes out, okay? Period. But I want to take you to John 16 verse 21. And it says, oh, hold on, let's go up a little higher. <laughs> Y'all know I'm good for that. It says, um, let's go to verse 19. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it. So he said, are you asking yourselves what I mean? I said in a little while, you won't see me. But a little while after that, you will see me again. And it's like with your promises, the Lord, he'll put, he'll give you a promise. And you know, you get hyped like, yes, the Lord about to bring my kingdom spouse. Yes. He about to give me fruit of the womb. Yes. He about to make me wealthy. But then you, you know, the promise start wearing off and you just looking around like, um, Lord, I don't see no husband. I don't see no kids. And I'm looking at my bank account and there's nothing there. <laughs> right. Let's talk about it. And you're like, I don't see it. I don't see what you're talking about. What you mean I got a kingdom spouse? And then, you know, some people are blessed enough the Lord reveals them their kingdom spouse. And you're just like, Lord, you trying to tell me that's what you got for me? I don't believe that. Mm-mm. No, this ain't the Lord talking to me. Then you want to be like the enemy that said that. I'm, this is just all hopeless. The Lord said this to me. I'm going to be alone forever. Do you see how first you seen them, but then you didn't? You see, you see what I'm saying? He'll give you a promise you good about it, but then you don't see it. You don't see the promise no more. You don't feel the same way about the promise no more. Because where's it at? And it's the same thing, you know. Um, we oh, we're gonna get to Mary in a second. We're gonna get to Mary in a second. Let's keep reading. I tell you the truth. You will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief. Your, you will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives away to bring joy. 
gives a gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will seek the father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. I have spoken these matters in figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking so figuratively and tell you plainly all about the father. So we, when we reading that, the Lord was revealing to me because he's telling me keep going because I was going to stop. And he was, he's telling somebody that like, pray using my name, like call me by my name. My name is Jesus. Call me, <laughs> call me by my name. You ain't never did that before. And then you're going to, you want revelations and and I've been saying things so figuratively, but once you get into that one-on-one relationship with me, I'll give it to you more plainly, but it's about you seeking me. I talk in parables so you can seek me, but ask using my name and you will receive it. You haven't done that yet, says the Lord. You haven't said it. You haven't said Speak plainly to me, Lord, in Jesus' name. It's power in that name of Jesus, okay? And it says, then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Hallelujah. But see, even when he says at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. It's going to come a point where at the your prayer, the Lord is hearing them and he's hearing them. And he's getting you ready. He like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but let me, you're in your prepping season. Hallelujah. Let me, let me prepare you for what you ask him for. But there's going to be a time when you ask and it, it's going to be granted. It's going to be that it's going to be your due season. And then you will see everything that I have said to you is so, but trust the process. He says, so you will have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you re- rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. It's going to be a time, right? Where that baby's going to come out and you can be like, Lord, it's everything you said it was going to be. It looks just like how it looked on that 4D ultrasound, Lord. The little chubby cheeks and the little, the little like... 10 fingers and 10 toes little chubby chub it's, it's going to be exactly what the lord said because you will see him again hallelujah it's pain giving birth to a baby you know it's pain there but after all the anguish right it gives away to joy because you get to see your baby that baby, you finally get to see, you finally get to hold them. You finally get to hear a cry. You finally get to put the clothes on that baby. You finally get to change pampers and give bath. It's everything you was prepping for for the nine months. 
But it has to be on the due season. How many people purposely want to have a premature baby? You know? You want to wait until your due date. Because you want that baby healthy. You want them to have the best of the best. You want to give the baby the right nourishments so it can come out in the best health. And it's the same with your promises. It's a baby. I want to take you to Luke chapter 1, right? And let's go to um, verse. Hold on. Let's go to verse 39. So, you know, Zechariah, the angel came to Zechariah, said Elizabeth was going to get pregnant because Elizabeth never had no babies. And then um, Zechariah, he had doubts, so the angel made him be quiet. The angel then went to Mary, told Mary, the virgin, that she's going to get pregnant and have a baby. You got two impossible situations, right? You got old people that you're saying having a baby, and then you're telling a virgin that she's having a baby. But the proof is the baby. You get what I'm saying? The purpose is you're about to have something growing in that womb, okay? I want to read you this. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. <laughs> All right, hold on. I got to tell you the Lord said. He said right now, he said, I'm Mary. And as I'm speaking to you, that baby is leaping within you. You're feeling that baby move within you. Hallelujah. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you something. The angel had told Zachariah that the baby was going to be filled with the Spirit before he was even born. God kept his promise. Like, what you mean? This, like, how he going to be spirit filled before he even born? God kept his promise. It's going to be what he said. This baby I'm giving you is it's spirit filled from the womb. Yeah, you might not know my word. Yes, you don't know everything from Genesis to Revelations. Yes, sometimes you get confused if you're hearing from me. But this baby I'm giving you is spirit filled from the womb. Okay. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord will do what he said. Listen, you are blessed. Because you believed what the Lord said. Believe it. I'm telling you, the Lord can make some wild promises. Oh, he can make some wild promises. It's sometimes, all the time, you know. Because when you're trying to figure out the Lord in your human mind, you can never keep up. But when you say, Father, show me a little more. He might not show you right then and there. But he'll give you a little glimpse. Because he's a suddenly kind of God. He's like, I heard you. Wait until your next doctor visit. I'm going to show you the baby again. We got to schedule this appointment. <laughs> but guess what? When it get later in the pregnancy, right? You go from every other week of seeing your baby. To every week 
you see your baby. Right? Ain't that what happened? The closer it gets, you get to see more evidence. Your belly gets to grow. You feel the baby kicking and moving more. It's more evidence. Right? It's more evidence when it happens. Right? As the, as it gets farther along. People are like, yeah, you look like you about to pop. And I'm telling you, you about to pop. You it's almost your due season. Just keep going these few weeks. You a couple weeks away. Spiritually, you gotta catch this. We're talking about babies, so I can say a few weeks, but don't be like, sis, you said a few weeks. I'm spiritually catch this. Because you know you babies be in the womb for like weeks. You know you do week by week. I'm telling you. Your promise is right there. Every day is crucial to this baby. Keep this baby in your womb as long as you can. Nourish it. Feed it the right things. You know? Talk to it. Don't they say it's good for you to talk to a baby while it's in the womb? Get your baby used to your voice. Hallelujah. 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 Do you understand that like the whole time the baby's in the womb, the mother is breathing for the baby. The mother is giving the baby life. And it's the same thing. You give your baby life while it's in your womb. Hallelujah. When you breathe, that baby breathes. What you eat, that baby eats. The environment you around, that baby is around. You know what? Pregnant women don't want to be around people smoking and stuff. Because you're protecting that baby. You're not going to go to parties and stuff because you're protecting that baby. And it's the same thing with God. Did the Holy Spirit not come and get Mary pregnant? Did the Holy Spirit not impregnate Mary? I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is impregnated you. And you feeling this pain, you know, even as the baby growing, you and stuff starting to move and, you know, things starting to spread, child. You like, I'm starting to get uncomfortable. This baby getting a little, he, he getting a little big. He, he ain't no size of a, um, a apple seed no more. He ain't the size of a grape no more. He's pushing my love. Now he in my rib cage. You gonna feel some discomfort because that baby is growing. But in your due season, you will reap your blessing if you faint not. Just say to the Lord, Lord, don't let me faint. Don't let me faint, Father. I put my trust in you. In the name of Jesus. And just like we talked about in the beginning of this word, it's power in your words. It's power. Ask Lord, how do I feed this baby? How do I nurture this baby? What what do I need to what do I need to be around? Am I in the wrong environment? Let me protect my let me protect my belly. Let me protect my womb. Hallelujah. I pray this word has blessed you, family, because it's blessed me. I'm about to go back and listen to it because this has blessed me in the name of Jesus. But um, first, let me ask the father, is there anything else he need me to say? Okay, 
So the Lord is saying, right? <laughs> um, we're breaking it down using this. He said, for some people, as it gets closer to your promise, it gets a little bit more scary. It might get a little bit more scary to you because, you know, like think about it like this. Sometimes the baby don't come out that way. And the doctors might rush in and be like, okay, you got to get an emergency C-section. We got to get this baby out of here. And it's that frantic, like, oh, the baby's about to come. I didn't prepare for it. I thought it was going to come this way. But the Lord is saying, peace be still. I will guide your steps. Trust me. I am a good doctor. (laughs) I am a good doctor, says the Lord. I will deliver this baby and there will be no harm added to it. It might be scary when it gets closer. Your heart rate might go up a little bit. Might need a little bit more oxygen. But you birthing. You birthing greatness, says the Lord. You are birthing greatness. It's okay for it to get a little scary. You receive my love, says the Lord, that cast out all fear. That's when you go seek for that. Go seek for my love that cast out all fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I heard the Lord say, that's it. (laughs) Family, I pray that this word has blessed y'all. I love y'all so much. Look, we all pregnant out in these streets. We spiritually pregnant. Listen, you might be physically pregnant too, sis. Listen, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Listen, but we pregnant spiritually. Hallelujah. And back in them days, I don't think they had, like, everything we had to be like, oh, uh, they probably had way different doctor visits than we did if they even had doctor visits because Mary had Jesus in a barn. So, listen, all I'm saying is they had to, like, trust in the Lord during their, their, their child birthing. Just trust them. We don't know. I don't know exactly when I'm due. That's how you got to be. Like, these these women... It's it's a time frame. It takes nine months to to have a baby. Like really, like a little bit over nine months. It takes like nine months to have a baby, right? But in those days, they didn't have everything we had. But they knew that they was having a baby. But they might not have known exactly how far along they were. Especially somebody barren like you. She might not even have had a cycle for real. So like you might not even know when you got pregnant. But that at a point, that baby's coming. The same thing with us. We might not know. One of us might be six months pregnant. Somebody else might be three. Somebody else might be like eight and a half months pregnant. But we all pushing babies out. We all popping these babies out in the name of Jesus. For God to be the glory. For God to be the glory. Hallelujah. So family. <laughs> I love y'all so much. I pray this word has blessed you. And that's it. That's it. And that's all. So let's say this together. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.